What's up, Nana Nation and lovers of the awkward throw clear with Aaron Chalupa? This is it. This is some of the podcast we've been waiting for. Aaron Chalupa cutting it up in Europe. I believe this podcast here is his first edition from Europe. This is in a car in Croatia. Um, <laughs> I Hopefully you guys like the The sound is a little off, so of course we apologize for that, but that's what happens when you're backpacking across Europe. You don't have the ability to grab a whole studio and bring it with you, but this is a good one. If you're a big true fan of the ATC with ABC, then you are going to listen to this one. Enjoy it. Aaron Chalupa's got a couple more in the bank. We'll be releasing those ASAP. So um, I'm going to imagine probably next week. Um, everything else, we've got the launch of Greta the Great, a.k.a. Miss Six's podcast. That should be coming out any day now. So that is the Before 30 podcast hosted by Miss Six. Of course, the NA30 podcast will be ramping up, hopefully doing a Leaf Edition very shortly with Bob Walker. And the Bumbling Collects have something coming up very shortly. With that being said, here it is, Euro Trip with Aaron Chalupa, Part 1. Hello everyone, and welcome to the the Awkward Throat Clear. Now here's your host, Erin Chalupa. Not after 30 podcast listeners, this is Aaron Chalupa, the Chalupa Cabra, recording in Croatia. Just outside of Zagreb, we are heading to Pula. Myself, Nelson Flayton. Hello. <laughs> and uh, Travis Fortune. Hey there. Uh, um, I work with these guys back at high level. Uh, we've been traveling around Europe for, oh, what, the last two weeks? That. Travis is eating food right now. Nelson's driving. We are in a what is the vehicle? A Dacia. It's a uh, Dacia Sanero or something. Beautiful. It is, it is Romanian. My cousin David has one. Um, I'm told they're not too great, but so far it's, it, it's interesting. It's interesting. Uh, it's a standard. Nelson's the only one that can drive standard. Uh, yeah, it's been quite the day so far. Um, yeah, we've been told that it's about a five to six hour drive to Pula, uh, but Google Maps tells us two and a half hours, or sorry, three and a half hours? Two and a half? Two and a half. So we're, we're interested to see how it's going. It is 130 kilometers an hour speed limit here. If we drive 140, that is fine too, we're told. So very interesting. Um, you know, we could make, make it there in no time, but I'm sure we want to watch the gas as well. We are poor backpackers, who knows? All right, well, uh, Nelson, tell us a little bit about yourself. Where are you from? Um, yeah, what, everything else that might be interesting. Mm. Um, I'm from Winnipeg, Manitoba. Uh, I've been Chalupa, Travis, fighting wildfire, and all over to that. This is my second season, just concluded at the beginning of this fall. <laughs> uh, like food. I have a philosophy degree 
I believe you are the first Manitoban on the pad podcast there, so. Oh, what an honor. I'll try to do my business proud. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're already doing a proud fighting fire there, buddy. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, no, Nelson and I get along pretty well. We've been on a, a couple <clears throat> uh, temporary crews throughout the year. Uh, we were in Fort Vermillion together for about a week or so, and then we're in Rainbow Lake at the end of the year for about a week. Um, yeah, he got me into a video game called War Thunder, so we play lots of uh, <laughs> airplane simulation stuff where you're going to shoot down other guys and you're in World War II fighters and bombers. It's a lot of fun, so there's times where you just be gaming. So, uh, And Travis, uh, we had you on an episode before, but I lost my phone in Prague, so we won't be able to hear your voice in that one. That's one of the lost episodes. Hopefully I can find it. Wouldn't that just be a treat to play that later on? Yeah, that's uh, too bad. That was a good one. Yeah, yeah. I'll have to re-record with uh, Ricky Tan uh, sometime. Uh, that was that was a good one. Oh, that was, yeah, need to do that. Um, yeah, tell us about, about yourself a little bit. Um, how do you know us? Um, you know, what you were doing before fire, things like that. Yeah, for sure. Hey guys, um, my name's Travis, I'm 24 years old, from a town called Langley in British Columbia. It's about half an hour outside of Vancouver. I've um, been living in Upper Island, Alberta, on and off for the past three years. Uh, I've been doing a well for three years now. Uh, I just had my first full season as a crew leader. Um, prior to this, prior to doing wildfire, um, did a whole bunch of things, man. We did a year and a half university, uh, a key theology major, history minor. I eventually got pretty fed up with that and just dropped out. <laughs> kind of bummed around for about a year. I went and got, went down to Fort Worth, Texas, got my certification to instructional firefighting. And that took me a while to firefighting somehow. Yeah, planning on going back to school next year. Um, looking for the university in British Columbia, Prince George, to go get myself a four degree. Right on, right on. So all worked so I spent four years in Prince George. Four months, four more summers in my life. Sweet. And uh, you both were uh, on different crews, but you were on the same export to British Columbia. How was that this uh, the summer? That was the highlight of my firefighting career. Thus far. Thus far, yes. Who knows? Oh, yeah. More to come. <laughs> no, man. BC is amazing. Being from BC and honestly seeing the province burn up every second year. I mean, I vividly remember the Kelowna fires in 2003. So going back there and fighting, fighting fires in, in places that I've driven through, honestly, a hundred times. Yeah, I mean, it was one of those working two and a half hours from home anywhere to uh, an hour south where my grandparents live. It was pretty wild. And then when I was there, my grandparents and three sets of parents and uncles were all evac because of fires. So it was pretty crazy being there at that time. Yeah, no, I imagine. Nelson, you were uh, exported out to the Fort McMurray fires uh, last year. Uh, were they? How were they different uh, in BC compared to Fort McMurray? And then at the same time, how were they similar? Um, well, I guess they were similar. Section we were working in, and we were very 
And you guys gonna do something I've never been able to do before, um, and I don't think it, you guys were able to do it before yet either. But you did a lot of night burning, is that correct? Yeah, we did a little bit. It was mostly mostly as a support crew, so we didn't do a whole lot of burning. Um, our first night, uh, first night we arrived in Cantaloupe's at the uh, provincial forest fighting center there, and we had a, uh, they rushed their our briefing, and we got six of our eight four man crews that we showed up with. Got sent out to a fire just out of the just south of a little settlement called Spence Bridge. Uh, got there right as it was getting dark, and some of us built a hose lay up the hill on the south side. And three of the crews um, did burn out to the north side of that fire. So a little bit there. That's um, very different style than what we did in Alberta. And then as a support resource, um, they're working with uh, the 20 man crew to burn in BC. Yeah, when we were wanting to demote the hose, instead of walking about a kilometer north along the track, along 
railroad tracks. We just wanted to go through a field, maybe 150, 200 meters, and we were advised that was a bad idea. Yeah, no, no, I don't think that'd be a great idea. Even if you had like some really high boots, just not a good time. Yeah, when we were told about the uh, the scarcity of the rattlesnake there to Venom. Yeah. It's only, I mean, they have it at Vancouver General Hospital, they have some in Canada. Yeah. And I think that was it, wasn't it? There's a ch there's a chance there's an outside chance they had someone below it, but no one really bit on that. Yeah. Um, you didn't hear about anybody getting bit at all or anything like that. No. Yeah, I can see that being really common. But the average temperature when you guys were there was plus 40, plus 38. Yeah, in that ballpark, then I think the highest I saw was 37 above. Yeah, we in the opening, but there was. So that fire was on the hill, that first fire. And um, a lot of us ended up working on the south face. And uh, mostly we were kind of in some of the, the chasms and stuff like that. Like we only want the rocks or whatever their temperature is above 30 degrees. Not a lick of shade anywhere though. Yeah. yeah. All the trees that were there were gone. Yeah, I mean, if you're getting any shade, it's you know, climbing down and you know, across or. Friggin' hot. <laughs> Alright, well, the fire season ended. Uh, Travis and I finished the same day. Nelson, you finished about a month before we did. Um, what, what, what did you guys get up to? Oh, well, we'll start with you, Nelson, first. What did you get up to when uh, when you got back home after you finished up firefighting? It's not so bad. 
couch is always nice. Hanging out with his new dog. Oh, yeah, it's just like a little dog. Oh, probably. Oh, yeah. He's a beagle, so he's got the howl down pretty good. That was the name Timber? No, his name's Timber, but me and my brother both call him Tim. <laughs> not a big fan of the name Timber. I, I like human names for that. So. That's pretty fair. And uh, what was your first destination when you when you got on the plane? Yeah, October 9th, I hopped on a plane in Vancouver, uh, straight shot over to London, England. Spent uh, spent four days there. It was pretty cool. Uh, the history of that city is incredible. But I mean, it's still the same as any other Western metropolitan city. Really, it's just so busy. It's so much hustle and bustle. So much going on. So. Massive center as well. Oh my god, yeah. Um, so yeah, it was nice to get out of London and then I flew to Prague to meet up with Nelson and then eventually met up with Chalupa. I think we spent five, four or five days in Prague, something like that. Yeah, so pretty much been together ever since. What, what did you get up to uh, in London? Um, what were some of the key highlights for you? I spent an entire shift opening the clothes at the British Museum. That was absolutely incredible. I could have done multiple days there. Okay. Uh, there's so much history there. I mean, pretty much since the dawn of time, Britain's been taking whatever they want from wherever, <laughs> and they've kept it all. So I mean, saw the original Rosetta Stone. That was super cool. Cleopatra's mummy. I mean, there's stuff from all corners of the world. Aztec mine. I mean, they have a carved totem pole from the, the central coast of BC there, standing in their lobby. That was super cool to see when I got there. Yeah. But yeah. Well, I got the, the museum is free for entry, like uh, every yeah. day of the week. Yeah. Um, large majority of museums and galleries and exhibits in London are, or not just London, sorry, in the UK are free. That's awesome. Free entry. It's so cool. It's yeah, since this is uh, kind of like a awkward throat clear uh, travel edition. <laughs> um, yeah, we're kind of going to throw in like some good traveler tips and advice, do's and don'ts possibly, um, maybe recommendations. Uh, who knows if any of you guys that are listening right now that might be uh, traveling to one of the cities or areas that we've already been to. So um, yeah, yeah, British, British Museum was awesome. Uh, Where did you stay at the hostel? Would you get it a good review, bad review? It was all right. It wasn't really, I mean, this was the first time I've ever really gone traveling. So it wasn't at all what I was expecting from home. So I think it's probably just because it was from London. First time Trav was traveling? Ah, you could say that. Whoa! Whoa. Set me up for that one. (laughs) Sounds like a new podcast sub series. Traveling the Trav? Traveling Trav. Oh, man. Now the house was already. Oh, trip and travel. Who gave you this show? A really silly man. Anyway, sorry, cutting you off. Go ahead. The house wasn't even what I expected. I had like I had two guys over sixty in my room the first two nights. Oh fuck! Oh. Party man. And we're, we're right across the road from King's Cross Station, so it was very busy. But I mean, yeah, King's was, Cross was popular. The history of London is amazing. Westminster yeah. Abbey was probably the second coolest thing I did. That yeah. was just mind blowing. 
when I went to London for the first time seven years ago, uh, seeing Big Ben was something else. I was like, oh, I've seen that in many yeah, movies. That was cool, but they're um, they are doing renovations and, yeah. and uh, restoring Big Ben right now. That's the common so, thing in the fall. So, well, not just the fall, man. They're not restoring for the next four years. No way. So the only time the bell, the only time the bells will shine for the next four years are on New Year's. No way. And significant events for the Queen, for the monarchy. Oh shit. So yeah, that was kind of a bummer. So the two. It's, I mean, it seems like there's scaffolding up and everything around here. Yeah, Big yeah. Ben, um, the astronomical clock in Prague. In Prague. The town square, those are both covered in scaffolding. The church here in Zagreb. Yeah, so that was disappointing, but I don't know. Way she goes. Way she goes. Way she fucking goes, but... Yeah. Alright, um, and so you were just in London, then you went to, straight to Prague. Uh, Nelson, what did you get up to, and when did you go? <laughs> I made land oh. in Europe. In Dublin. And what I went there. What did I do? Uh, I walked around. I went to some things. So I tried to do college. Um, I remember the name of the card. Um, I lived there for a couple days. So I didn't think of it. Well, I'm ready to waste it. I did a lot of walking and did a bad day tour. Sounds very natural. Um, also, it's going to break the 
Oh, and also, since uh, we're doing this, uh, can you turn up the heat a little bit? No, it's so good. Just like medium would be fine, like right in the middle. Just because I see a little bit of fog circling around the windows, too. Yeah, so as we've been in these countries, we've also been trying out the North American brands, and I think it's the, the ones right now are sour Skittles, and they're not very sour. Still quite skittly, not very sour. The skittles. Yeah, so, pretty fun, pretty fun. <laughs> um, so when the boys were hopping around, sorry, you're being a dog or something. You gotta try that. I've had it. I had a Nutella McFlurry. That was. I was there when you had them. You also had the, the curly fries. The people need to know. Yeah, he's talking about oh, sorry, I'm sorry. You, well, you turned to me. I'm not sure. <laughs> it's like, oh, you need to try that. Um, yeah, yeah. You had the curly fries there, and then what were the other options? There is the the fried cheese balls. Yes, right. Yeah, some kind of like macaroni fried thing. Or, I don't know. They, they looked pretty tasty, and that was in Budapest. Uh, yeah, yeah. The McDonald's here is more like gourmet. Yeah, it's a little bit fancier looking. Um, there's the, the, the service is much much better. The people are like walking around with like a little smart pad and taking your order there, and then they just send you to the front and checking your language. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we wish we before you have McDonald's. McDonald's is not recommended for people with uh, heart disease, can, cancer patients, any of these followings. And the, the mid cafe area is like its own section of the restaurant as well. It's not at the same counter. It's like all the yeah, there's, there's like a door to it, right? It's like it's like its own little. I don't want to say Tim Hortons, but kind of a quick coffee shop attached. Yeah. <laughs> it's McDonald's, but a cafe. A big cafe, McDonald's. Oh, oh boy. Uh, <laughs> so before I met up with these guys, I went on my hockey tournament. Um, that was pretty sweet. We played on an outdoor rink, and the weather was about plus 20, so the ice was foggy as fact. Um, a lot of long shots, most of the blue line on net, and a few of those pucks did go in. Uh, my team won the B final, which is awesome for four teams, I suppose. Uh, yeah, we had a great time. Oh, man. We um, were just four teams. There are only four teams in the tournament, yeah. So what place did you finish the weird? Um, I'm not sure if we finished higher technically in tournament rules than uh, second place in the uh, the A final. So yeah, I guess you could say that we finished third. Hundred percent uh, you can say whatever the fuck you want. You need first your last bit. Yeah, I guess you could say that there, Ricky Bobby. Um, after uh, the tournament was done, uh, girlfriend met up with me. We uh, were hanging. We were staying with my cousin Lydia uh, at her place with her husband. Um, yeah, yeah, it was pretty cool. Uh, funny surprise. I'm not sure who told you guys this or not, but no. Where's this going? I saw my my cousin Sandra, and for the longest time that I've known her, she's always had a boyfriend. And I showed up this time, and she has a girlfriend. So yeah, I was just like, oh, dang it! How about that? Not in a bad way, but it was just a surprise. And yeah, no, her, uh, her girlfriend Doris is very lovely and very nice. She's in corrections. Um, and yeah, Sandra's going for her, um, her I want to say doctrine, to, you know, to be a, a prof at the university. 
Oh, yeah. So, yeah, that was, she was pretty smart. Was she, she uh, looking to teach? I'm not really exactly sure. Um, I think she's just more so going in with, like, um, political situations right now. And, like, I have political studies. Um, she can speak Italian, Spanish, English, and she speaks, uh, you know, low German, Austrian German. So, um, yeah, she lived in Ecuador for a little bit and did a, a paper uh, on cocoa beans and deforestation in the area, I believe. So, yeah, now she's back in Austria and she works at the university. So, yeah, I know she's a, she's a smart cookie. And she's very, very funny. So, I always like going back and visiting. I uh, actually had a great time. Um, again, my family is just very hospitable. And, you know, they're, 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 they're some party animals, too. So, we had a lot of fun with them. Part of me? So I can picture that. Yeah. <laughs> um, after hanging out in Salzburg a bit longer, uh, you know, Ash and I toured around. We got this Salzburg card, which is pretty handy. Um, you get 24 hours uh, to use the card as soon as you initiate it. Uh, you got unlimited public transportation in that 24 hours. Um, all the things, museums and uh, things to enter in on. Um, are free, so we were able to go to Mozart's uh, birth house, Mozart's uh, house that he lived in in Salzburg, um, the the castle or the fortress, I should say, um, Stiegel Brewery. If we did make it there, we could have went there for free too. I already did that once, but hey man, you never go to a brewery enough times. Um, yeah, so it was kind of a handy thing to buy, but you got to make the most of it. You know, if you can get really start of your day, uh, you can see a lot more. Uh, because they do cost quite a bit of money. I think it was like something like 20, 25 euro, I think, for a 24-hour one. We haven't had much luck with the early starts today. So no, that's why I haven't been like bugging you guys about, oh, let's pick, pick this one up, let's pick this one up. Uh, but we still see a lot for what we want to see. Um, we just take a few more days to see all that stuff. Also, the weather's kind of hard to deal with this time of year. Um, yeah, so after Salzburg, we went to Hallstatt, which is just a beautiful, picturesque uh, Austrian town. Looks like it's... Uh, yeah. Oh, time out. Got directions. Resuming. Resuming. Um, yeah, Hallstatt was sweet. Uh, really cool. We got off the train and jumped on a little ferry boat took us right across the lake to the town, and then we just get a return trip back to the, the train. But yeah, it was a nice little walking uh, trip. Hallstatt's really famous for the salt mines. And there's actually a point I was reading uh, where salt, they needed, they needed the people of the town to gather as much salt as possible. Um, and there's, even, even the pr women that were like nine months pregnant uh, were gathering salt uh, and like just loading these hard, like huge slabs. Why were they so nice? I think it was a really good money uh, grab that year, so they wanted to get as much money as possible for the village. And yeah, there was a, a point where because the women were in pain and they couldn't really get uh, medicine in that area, they were drinking to, to numb the pain. Oh, nice. So a lot of the babies that were born were born with defects uh, or died, and also from the hard labor uh, that the women were joining in on. So. Yeah, pretty crazy. So that dipped in their population, sadly. Um, after Hallstatt, went back to Salzburg, and then Vienna. Vienna was really cool. I really liked the, the Belvedere. Um, you guys went to Vienna after Prague. Um, yeah, yeah. Nelson, what did you hit up? Um, I went to 
big school and it drowns it too. Um, that was really cool. Um, I'm allergic to horses, so I feel very good. I try not to touch anything, but it's just in the air. excited to see that. That made her not just her, her trip, but it made her uh, her day for sure. Um, yeah, what else did we see in Just Vienna? walking around all of old downtown Vienna is so beautiful, man. Mm. It's, it's not like walking around the old towns in, like, say, Old Town Prague yeah. or in Budapest. It's old Austria is still relatively new. Yeah. Like, a lot of the buildings early, are rebuilt from, yeah, uh, exactly. from the bombings. Early 19th century, late 18th century. Yeah. And it, I mean, the style into the moving from, to I started moving into the Austro Hungarian style, and the style of the Habsburg Empire is yeah. so different. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. You see one palace with a bell that can't talk that. It's no, there's going to be a better palace than this. size and decadence of that And then Schoenbrunn, and you see again and again. Palace has over 1,500 rooms, and I'd like to know what the. 
happens, I think it's So I'd also recommend the Natural History Museum in Vienna. I thought that was super cool. Uh, not very English conducive, but there's lots of cool stuff to look at. They have a, a collection of mineral, I'm not a rock and gem guy by any means, but they have a collection of 1,500 different types of minerals for you to start the exhibition. Someone killed it and brought it to Austria. And they got taxidermy dodo birds there. Wow. That's something else. Okay, what else is going extinct here? Tasmanian devils, there's some of those. Tasmanian tigers. Oh, Tasmanian tigers. Yeah. No, they have the Tasmanian devil there. Okay, that, that's, that's not extinct though. No, Vienna's actually pretty cool. You don't need a whole, whole ton of days there. Yeah. Yeah, I thought Vienna was alright. I preferred Salzburg, in my opinion, but uh, yeah, no, Vienna, Vienna was very, very interesting. Very, uh, a lot of culture, I'd say. Um, yeah, Ashley and I, we did a walking tour, a free walking tour, which I'd recommend to anybody. Um, it, it's tip-based, so if you enjoyed the, the tour, you tip. Uh, if you didn't, you don't tip, but even then, I'd, I'd still recommend to give something. They must have done something right. Um, yeah, what really uh, grinds my gears is when somebody uh, does the whole tour, maybe they might leave at the very end. Sneak or, away right yeah, yeah, just before the, the, the song and dance about uh, getting, giving, yeah, giving tips. And I think that's pretty greasy. Um, yeah, we had we had somebody that jumped in like at the end, and they didn't tip at all, and our tour guide was nice enough to let them in, but uh, yeah, they didn't give anything in return, which I thought was pretty... Uh, was that be enough for you? Pretty, pretty sketchy. No, that was in Prague, uh, our first go-around. So yeah, after oh. Vienna, we went to Prague. And I, I love Prague, it's third, my third time there. Um, yeah, yeah, absolutely wonderful. Got to see all kinds of great stuff. Did a walking, two walking tours, one of the Charles Bridge and the, the Prague Castle, uh, which apparently is the largest castle in Europe. And we also did uh, a walking tour of the Jewish Quarter and Old Town. And yeah, like our, our first tour guide for the Jewish Quarter in Old Town wasn't so great. Um, a lot of knowledge, just not very, you know, energetic or passionate. Um, the other guy, Zdenek, uh, oh man, he was something else. He was, he was wicked. Um, high energy, lots of knowledge, very funny. Um, yeah, no, he, he was great. He was great. We're, we're very happy to tour around with him for sure. Um, yeah, then after uh, Prague, we went to Jessica Binyovice. I got to see some family. We just spent... Um, one night there, I think, two nights there, and then um, I went with my family to Osbanitze area for one of my cousin's weddings, and that was a blast. A little bit different customs, they got married in a Catholic church, so they were speaking in Czech, we didn't really know what was going on, we just followed up and down, whenever people went to stand up and sit back down, um, but one of my jobs outside of the church and outside of the house was to pour shots and offer them to the people that were just onlookers or part of the wedding. So I just walk up to them, hey, you want a shot? And they'd be like, yes or no, and pour them a shot, and then drink it, and move on. Shots of what? Uh, I was thinking about Fernat. It's probably one of the most disgusting alcohols I've ever had. It's very bitter. Um, and then there's also shots of Stigluitze, uh, shots of Jaeger, I believe, and what was the other one we had going on there? There was some like 
more fruity um, alcohols that they had, like 16%. Um, so yeah, it was more, oh, there was some kind of mint one as well. Uh, it tastes more like mouthwash, which I wasn't really all for. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, then after um, the wedding, we, uh, Ashley and I got a bus back to Prague. Uh, we spent our last two, day, two nights there. And then I met up with you boys. Woo. Uh, terrible. Woo. Oh, woo. <laughs> woo. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, that was a great time. I just ended up hanging out with you guys at your hostel. We spent the... What we spent? One or two nights there? I think we spent two nights there, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Sounds great. No, it's a proud just run to Yeah, no, no kidding. Um, some of my highlights with you guys when I was in Prague, uh, we were going for dumplings. Mm. That was pretty wicked. That was a canteen style where you just go there and you get them to fill your plate. Those fruit dumplings. Yeah. My grandma made uh, fruit dumplings when I was a kid. And I just remember in my head how delicious they were. And I haven't had them, I think, since I was nine. So I, that was a big deal for me. And Nelson was just as excited as I was. And they were delicious. Yeah, and it was a very cheap place, to, uh, very inexpensive to go. Uh, I can't remember the name, sorry guys, but uh, yeah, it was pretty, pretty freaking tasty. It was, yeah, it was beside the Czech Hooters. So and Harley Davidson was on the other side of the Hooters. There you go. Not, not too, not too, not, not the worst description. But uh, yeah, no, yeah, <laughs> you can get draft beer there as well, and it was all very reasonable for being really close to the city center. So not bad, not bad. Um, and what was the name of that one place we went to at uh, night where it was just like a huge kind of catacomb deal? Zorkovna. Zorkovna. That was wild. I've never seen anything like that in my life. And there was like a whole huge foosball table room. There must have been like, what, nine foosball tables there? I don't know if there's that many, but there's, there's a ton of foosballs. Uh, there's hammocks, I think, or some yeah, kind of weird hammocks. chairs. Walk, walk straight down the stairs and it's... Um, Four swings that are skateboards chained to the roof, and getting a little high beam there. And then that's the first room. And then you have five or six uh, foosball tables, end to end through the second room. And it's one of what they call ruin bars, just built underneath um, what the modern day building is. Just the, I don't know, one of the craziest places, craziest bars I've ever been to. Yeah, it was. Anyway, yeah, it's cool. There's like a, everyone hangs on the ground level, and then there's like a little stoop above them where you can chill out. And there's like a you could almost call it a little attic built out of uh, plywood and mortar. And yeah, there's all it's all like a painted and graffiti. It's, there's a giant Irish wolfhound. There's two dogs. Oh my around. god! Yeah, Five music it's every huge. night in the back. The, up, the upstairs hold like a stage you're pretty much sitting on top of the stage it's fucking awesome yeah that was pretty wild it, the bar the bar doesn't advertise or anything there's no signs <clears throat> walk down the road and there's one doorway with a black curtain in front of it yeah go through the black curtain there's a big black wrought iron gate and three big security guards stand behind there and you, and you gotta pay for your little uh, little watch thing you guys you get there's no, there's no cover to get in you just give the security guards however much money you want and they put it on a little a little key fob, and that's how you pay for your drinks all night. Yeah, and then you just go back and top up if you need more. Yeah. It's, yeah. A, it's, a, it's a cool system. Yeah. You just uh, you pay out, your off cash is out with however much you have left when you leave. Totally. 
And the music that night when I went with you guys was awesome. There's that one guy in the keys. Oh, he was just fantastic. That was great. The gal we had the first night, she was awesome. She was super chill. A little bit of her own, a lot of covers. That's kind of what I'm into. We've seen it. Yeah. Seen it a little bit. Yeah. Well, it's nice when they sing their own songs at the same time. It's yeah. pretty sweet when they do a cover. Um, so you can kind of, like, you know, I don't know, get an idea in your head of what they're all about. Yeah. Um, what else did we get up in Prague? Even just walking. I, I went to the ice park. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's cool to do one spot. That's cool. Yeah. Pretty much just sit outside in the winter and drink. It's the same thing. <laughs> basically, like, walk you into a freezer and about 15 minutes. Give you, give you half a beer that's in a, a frozen glass. I think that's the coolest thing for me is, like, having a frozen glass you can drink out of. That's, that's it for me. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. So, <laughs> for overrated. me. Overrated. Yeah, yeah. Definitely overrated. Yeah. Where's the sun? Honestly, just walking around Prague, old town, the old buildings, the roof tiles, um, even just for me walking into any random church or basilica and just stand there and stare yeah. at the ceilings. And they they spare no expense in their churches. There, my God, no. They pump all the money into those. They're absolutely beautiful. Um, Saint Saint Mark's Cathedral is that what it was called? You know, the first one you and I went to. They're restoring the fresco and the upstairs. Uh, I wish I could. I wish I could remember the name. Sorry. Yeah, just incredible. You guys uh, put a lot of uh, clicks on the old feet too. What was your uh, yeah, high? Twenty-one k in one day. That's unreal. My feet are so strong. You know? <laughs> I don't. You know, I don't think they can get sore. They <laughs> destroyed all the nerves. I mean, just in Prague, everything was so. Beautiful, but there's so much to see. I didn't really want. I didn't want to pay for the trip. So. Mm. And two, I mean, if you see something, you can pop it and have a look. Get the bird. You don't need to go from point A to point B and have something be so settled. Yeah. So I thought that was. I don't mind the tram system uh, as much. Like Prague is pretty decent, especially if uh, your your hostel's a bit further away from the city center. You save some money, uh, but in turn you get yourself a tram pass uh, for three days. It was 310 crown. Which um, I can't remember the exact conversion. It would have been somewhere around like twelve bucks or like, something like that. Three hundred ten crown. Yeah. Isn't that like a dollar fifty? Uh, I think one Canadian dollar was eighteen crown. Oh yeah, sure. That's my Hungarian conversion. Yeah, we're getting confused. <laughs> we get, I, I always right. think I'm like, which country was this rate? Yeah. What country was that rate? So yeah, it wasn't a bad deal, and it was a three-day pass, so I was pretty happy with it. Especially we are pretty far away from the city center when, uh, when Ash and I went, um, so it was wicked. Uh, I found I fell in love with a, a nice drink uh, called, uh, um, uh, let me see if I can remember what it's called, Gorkash, Gorkash, something like that. It's a young wine, and it's not completely fermented. Gorkash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god, it's so tasty. It tastes like juice. Um, it's not very strong in alcohol. It might be like 4% or 5% maybe. Um, Czech Republic is pretty famous with uh, uh, their whites. They have a nice white wine growing area in uh, Moravia. So the whites are quite nice. But I didn't mind the reds either. 
And yeah, Travis and I were dumbing a few bottles every now and then when we could. Yeah, very tasty. Of all the places place we've been to, Prague's the number one recommendation for me. But yeah. You got it, dude. It's so inexpensive. It's such a Oh, man. Time. Beer is so cheap. You get a liter of beer, maybe two fifty. It has gotten more expensive since I first came over, but that goes without saying. Um, because it is developing and it is, you know, becoming more of a forerunner and lots more tourism over the time. Uh, the economy is getting stronger, so therefore the crown is getting stronger too. Uh, but yeah, no, my, my number one pick for the cities would be Prague. Um, I had a great time. I was trying to think of some other things that you guys, we did, um, we did, we went to that one, uh, chapel where there was the paratroopers and they got, um, pushed down to the basement of it. Um, there's a movie on it if you guys want to watch it. Uh, I'm going to warn you that it, it, they do have some pretty graphic scenes in the movie. The movie's called Anthropoid. Uh, Killian Murphy's in it, and then I can't remember the actor's name, but he's uh, the lead role from Fifty Shades of Grey. Um, <laughs> it's it's a really good movie, but there are some graphic scenes in it that are pretty disturbing. Uh, lots of torture from the Nazis onto the these Czech uh, resistant uh, fighters and their uh, friends or families that were helping them, uh, and that was only, the, the movie only covers really about the life of the soldiers when they dropped down in the Czech Republic, uh, and then uh, when they when they eventually did perish. Uh, but yeah, they, there, there was one town where the one guy was from, and they leveled the whole place, pretty much murdered everyone from the ages of 18 to 60, and also forced all the women and children out into labor camps. I think that that's correct. Yeah, town of 350 people wiped off the That was in retaliation of um, there's resistance fighters um, that were sent into Czech Republic. They're paratroopers sent into Prague to assassinate. Uh, they called him the Butcher of Prague, and what was his name? Hydrick, Hydrick or something like that. Yeah, and yeah, he was pretty. Um, he was a pretty important guy. So when they did kill him, uh, there was a big backlash from the Nazis, and it was pretty brutal. They. Yeah, they, they, even in Prague, there's a lot of bloodshed as well. So um, they're looked at as heroes, which I look at them that way too, but there's still a bunch of controversy about if the mission was necessary at that time. Uh, but very eye-opening. Um, they got pushed down. Um, they had their last stand at uh, the, the chapel. They were betrayed by one of their uh, friends, and most of them made it down. I think it was about six guys. Two of them died in the chapel, uh, and the other four made it down to the basement. But then what the Nazis did is they started flooding the basement, so they eventually uh, had to uh, commit suicide there. But uh, flooded with water and flooded with tear gas. Yeah, pretty pretty ruthless, honestly. Uh, sorry to spoil it, but I'm sure you kind of already knew what was going to happen. Um, that was that. That's a big thing on my list. I thought it was really cool. Uh, not many people really know about it, but in my eyes, it was a, a must see in Prague. Yeah, free, but I think donations are. Um, you know, they, they should be should be given if you don't mind. You know, just dropping a few crowns would be probably appreciated by the staff there. Keeps the place up to date. Um, and it, it looks really nice. They they have a nice memorial uh, bus there and whatnot too. So. I, that was really cool. That was a highlight for me that I've never seen before. 
so that, that was the uh, the church of St. Cyril and St. Methodius yes no, no, I don't think I did. I think it was something about Methodius, but I couldn't remember the other guy's name, too. But that was really cool. Um, yeah, I also got to go in the underground uh, bunker near Winston Square. That was pretty cool. Um, very interesting. Winston Square, I, I love going up and down there. Um, very, very cool. Uh, the statue's very nice. It's just, pardon me, a really well plotted out um, <laughs> square. It just looks really cool at one angle. You get a nice little panoramic shot. Um, I love it there. Uh, St. Charles, uh, sorry, not St. Charles, Charles Bridge is also really cool to walk up and down. There's a really cool uh, kind of blues band hanging out there, and they're fun to listen to. They got some CDs. I didn't buy one, but uh, very interesting to listen to. Um, any big highlights for you in Prague there, Nelson? Got to talk with my 
cousin's new husband. He's a really nice guy. Uh, funny enough, I won myself a, sorry, no, I didn't win it. Uh, I bought a, a hockey card pack and it, it starred uh, Yuri Schlager in there and it was an autograph card. And I was like, woo, because uh, there weren't many players in that bundle that I really recognized. Um, and Yuri Schlager is a good defenseman in the NHL. I uh, found out that my cousin's uh, husband is a big fan of Schlager. Uh, he played a little bit of hockey when he was growing up, so he, he was actually a big hockey fan uh, for watching it on TV. So him and I were talking about all kinds of stuff. Uh, I was pretty pumped because um, besides you know Travis, I haven't really had a whole lot of people to talk hockey with. And yeah, no, that was really funny. And I ended up giving him the autograph card and he was over the moon ecstatic about it. He was pretty pumped. I was a little sad to give it up because it's kind of neat to have a hockey card that's autographed by a Czech player from, you know, in a, in a Czech pack of cards. But that's yeah, all right. Oh, I almost forgot to mention, um, what, my last day uh, with uh, the girlfriend in Prague, we were at a bar and there was some live music going on, but it was very interesting for a pub. Uh, it was the Finnish Men's Choir. And after talking with them about a little bit of hockey, uh, you know, talking about Yari Curry and Timo Solani and stuff, uh, they also were big fans of homebrew. So I got to talk to them about beer. So two of my big passions. And then my girlfriend comes around the corner and they're like, oh my God, is she with you? I'm like, yeah, this is my girlfriend. And it's like, oh, she's much better looking than you. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I know that. And they asked if they could serenade her with a song. So when they're singing in Finnish, in the back of my head, I'm always wondering what they're talking about. It's like, oh yeah, you're so beautiful. He's so ugly. Maybe break you'll marry me. Yeah, break up with him. If you come with me to Finland, we'll have a sauna. <laughs> Forgot to slide this in there earlier, but I am the diehard Canucks fan to contrast Lucas Oilers fan. Yeah. And then Nelson does cheer for the Jets. Oh, we know you're not a hockey fan, but you know if the if the Jets won the cup, you'd be happy. Yeah, maybe. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, interesting. Yeah, then um, on the bus ride from uh, Prague to Osvaldice, uh, I got the news that uh, Gordon Downey passed away. And it's funny enough, uh, we got music in the background here. I'm not sure if you guys didn't really pick it up, but uh, we've been listening to Travis Hip for the last little bit. Um, yeah, that hit me pretty hard. Uh, we all knew it was coming, but yeah, it was kind of a little unexpected. And yeah, I had to play a, thankfully I had a, a backup phone that had some Treasure Hip songs on there. Okay. That was aggressive. <laughs> you gotta look like you're pissed. <laughs> God damn it. Shut up, Jalupa. Don't bring up Gideon Gordani. Um, yeah, yeah, Travis, you were, you were telling me that in Vienna you guys had a bit of a party night. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, that was just me. Well, I meant, yeah, I, yeah sorry, I meant Travis with some other people no, in the hostel he was no, staying no, at. It was just Travis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they had a little bar downstairs, kind of hostel in Vienna. There's a couple other Canadians, a couple older gals from Toronto there. They're, man, the guy from New York, what was his name? Jack, Jack. The guy was, the guy was so cool. That guy was cool. We'll touch on Jack in a minute here. Let's touch on Jack right now. Okay, we'll go. 
go jog right now. Okay, so I was trying to sleep. I think I might have been getting sick. I was sick for really. this point. That's, that's another story. Anyways. <laughs> so many stories. So many stories. Let's touch on sickness right now. No, Jack. Oh, we're so far off our topic here. <laughs> topic. We're talking about Jack. So that's Jack. Do you have a lot of Americans listening to this thing? Yeah. Okay, anyways, he's like what I imagine have a stereotypical, troubled but intelligent son of money in New York to be like. God, God bless. Oh, yeah. He showed me this thing. Like, he's got a friend named YPD and he sent me this. I'm like, okay. He showed me a video. It was a person, a jumper, hitting the sidewalk. A successful suicide. And it never looked the sidewalk. Wow. Yeah, it was That fuck up my day. It was, it was pretty wild. And I was just kind of like... <laughs> you, you ran into him in the next town, didn't oh, you? Oh, yeah, yeah, he was at my hostel again. Yeah, so the old gals and uh, having the party there. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it was the day that that work uh, passed away. Just tip the bartender very nicely, and he played his few songs. kind of in, in the back of the bus for me, <laughs> just hanging out, and then by the time I got to my relative's place, it was kind of time to go to bed anyway, so uh, it would have been nice to have a bit of a celebration with some friends, if I was with you guys, it would have been a good time, but whatever, it's alright, we eventually met up again, and uh, in good old Bratislava, um, just sat around and listened to your favorites and cried into a beer. Oh god, that would have been great, I would have been having a wonderful time there. 
Uh, we are at the hour mark. Uh, just past the hour mark on this one. So uh, we could kill this one and then start another one uh, in a bit if you guys are game for that or we can always just do it somewhere else. that was a good one to start off the first uh, bit of our trip there. Um, I'm going to ask Nelson, do you want to tell us a fun little story? Nelson is a great storyteller. Uh, he's been, he's, 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 he's been a, a little bit quiet um, and not so much energy, but oh man, when he gets going, he gets all of us going. We all just laugh until it hurts. Um, you, you were telling us a lot of stories over the summer and also on this trip too. Do you mind telling us a, a story when you were in sports camp? <laughs> you, don't, you don't even use real names for other people or anything like that, but just the sports camp store okay, where you had to go yeah. clean up. Yeah, yeah, I don't do that one. Yeah, yeah, you don't even do the other one. Unless, well, we'll talk about it later. <laughs> oh, the grandma one will be really yeah, good too. Good All right, but yeah, the sports camp one, I was just. Right now, you The sports camp one would be great. The next one will do the grandma one. Okay. <laughs> this sounds really bad. <laughs> Grinding at 14 or 15. Excellent. Do you remember a, a favorite song of Grinding? Oh man. That's Grind City right there. Yeah, I think that was big Really cool, really exciting. 
How much cash? You need this? This man holding microphone for and back. That went well. That went way better than the first one. A lot easier. Nice. All right. We know all about Now we're rolling. Yeah. Creation tools. That's easy. We don't have any more of those. Sorry. Back to the story. Yes. So there's this. There's this shitter. Yeah. I'm going to get my punishment. And there's a toilet not working in the dorm. And you know, collection of like I don't know, like 13 to 17 year old boys. Bathrooms are disgusting to begin with. Yeah, there's this one toilet that doesn't function. And everyone um, keeps shitting it anyways, just to see how full of shit they can get it, I guess. It sounds crazy, but that's what was happening. Anyways, he points me in the direction of the bathroom, and I already kind of know. And I said, oh my god, this is disgusting. I'm going And, uh, yeah, he points to, to you know, the, the shitter in the machine. <laughs> Past the scene full of shit. I don't know how Not people, quite overflowing. I don't know how people were still, you know, it would have been funny to see someone trying to add shit to it. Past it's just like a hover exit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, anyways. So, yeah, he gives me a garbage bag and a pair of kitchen gloves. You know, I just the toilet. Yeah, so, uh, you know, past that point, it's pretty much blocked from my memory. <laughs> it's, I barely remember scooping the shit out with my hands, but that's yes. what I had to do. It went flush. There's there's nothing to do but besides scooping uh, it out. Take my punishment and, and scoop it out with the gloves into the garbage bag while, while my uh, my brethren moved onwards, laughed and gagged. It was, uh, it was a good time. Good time in retrospect. I can't believe I have Yeah, this is fair. I picture this like Dean guy, like he sounds like a real asshole, but I picture him just like really, really short shorts. Like almost like NBA like in the seventies short. You should picture him. With 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 like a whistle around his neck. Oh he definitely yeah. And maybe a headband, but that can almost be going going too far. No headband, but like glasses? Do you have glasses? Oh twenty one at the time. That's a very, very brutal punishment. You got some good toilet stories. Do we have time for one more toilet story from Nelson? I dropped my phone. <laughs> Which toilet? Where? Uh, on the BCX board in the summer. Oh, no. Yeah. On my poop. <laughs> At least it's your own poop. Yeah. I mean, and there was, there was some toilet paper kind of bumper zone between the phone and the poop. But, yeah, I stood up. Yeah. And uh, I guess my headphone cord got wrapped around my phone, so when I stood up to like, the bump up, uh, the, the cord, there wasn't a 
<laughs> sure enough, I look in the toilet and it's you know sinking into my feces. And, uh, yeah, anyways, I snatched it up pretty quick. Had a good laugh for myself. Uh, <laughs> podcast that was in, recorded in Europe. Um, yeah, I feel really bad about uh, missing those two episodes that I recorded. Hopefully the phone turns up at some point. Um, I'm pretty sure it won't though. That's pretty fucking brutal. Um, yeah, anyway, tune in guys. We'll uh, be talking to you guys again shortly with the rest of our trip. Bye-bye. <laughs>